This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The most happy of holidays to you, our incredible WOMED family and listeners. We love your ears dearly. Your ears? Really? Why do you even question my weirdness at this point? I mean, honestly, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't with you. Anyway, Dee and I schemed up this episode a little over a week ago, and I am so excited for how it turned out. Yes, we are throwing the first inaugural WOMED holiday party. And on this most very special day, the 100th freaking episode of the WOMED. Oh, I cannot believe that. Dude, how do you so, feel? I'm in shock. Like, this is insane. I didn't, I didn't think we'd ever get to this point. A hundred episodes is, I can't comprehend it. A hundred freaking episodes. Oh, it's such a huge accomplishment and testament to all of you incredible listeners. I just can't thank you enough for sticking around through Season one, season two, season three, and now this incredible season four with Jackie. I I could not be happier. Well, Dee, and it's a huge testament to you. And to celebrate the 100th episode and the holidays, get your ugly sweaters ready because we have guests arriving throughout this merry episode from seasons past. We are also forgoing the holiday woe no as our guests will be sharing their most special and impactful memories working on the holidays. We did have the cutest NDE write-in from the website, womadpodcast.com. I saw that Kat wrote in, hello lovelies, been loving the new era of WOMED. The conversations have been so vital and A+. Wow, geez. Thanks, Kat. My nursing energy is that I completed my first solo shift set as a new grad RN. I'm on an acute med and COVID unit in BC, Canada, and it's been terrifying. That said, I'm doing it. I continue to push and it remains uncomfortable, but I keep telling myself that one day I'll look back, be comfortable and less anxious at work and be like, hey, I'm doing it. I did it. And she also added, sending lots of love, Cat. Amazing. I think I can speak for both Dee and I that we are so, so, so proud of you, Kat. And those roller coasters of feelings are totally valid. We're so excited to have you in the nursing and WOMED community. Happy holidays, girl. Yeah. I think our next guest is arriving. Do you hear the sleigh bells? So good to see you. You guys, too. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the WOMED holiday party. Yeah. So excited. Christy, did you know that this is the hundredth episode of the woman? No, I did not. It's so many episodes. <laughs> so many episodes. <laughs> My gosh, that's so cool. In such a short amount of time. Wow. Yeah. Four years. I did it with oh a lot God. of Danny's help. But yeah, 
That's so Um, awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Dia. So (laughs) we thought it would be really fun for this holiday episode if everyone kind of came in and shared some of their favorite memories of working the holidays. And we thought it would be, obviously cannot exclude vets because you're often overlooked, but also vets don't necessarily get Christmas off either. So (laughs) no, definitely not. No, definitely. Because we're the ones that are... uh, making sure all the ornaments come out of your animals and candy canes and presents and, and chocolate. So yeah. So yeah. So my, my like holiday stories are more of like comprised of just different scenarios because Perfect. you know, it's just, it's just different in the vet world. So um, when I was in vet school, one of my favorite things, cause I haven't been in practice too long. So um, one of my favorite things during this time was um, the Santa pictures. So um, we would have the Dean dress up as Santa Claus, um, and everyone could take pictures with their animals and the clients could take pictures with their animals. And I know a lot of vet clinics do that. Another vet clinic I worked at had, you know, a, an, um, a staff member dress up as Santa and we took pictures with their pets. It's just very funny though. And, and sometimes a little bit risky because some of the animals don't understand what that is. What is Santa? Um, so animals will decide to express bodily fluids on Santa. Some will bite Santa. Um, <laughs> some just don't love Santa. Um, and so that is, that's the fun part is the Santa pictures. And then what I like to do when I was in the clinic, cause I'm obviously not in the clinic this month cause my surgery, but last year I used to love taking little pictures of um, my patients at the Christmas tree. Oh my then, gosh. Yeah, it's setting that with their little puppy report cards. So that is something I do, I try to do during the holidays because it's a hard time during the holidays for some people, you know. Um, and then a lot of people are getting pets too. So it's always fun to make it a little bit more holiday spirit. <laughs> you bring up a really valid point. A lot of people are giving like pets for Christmas gifts, what would you, what's the biggest thing that you have to remember when giving a pet for Christmas? The number one thing you have to remember is it's a commitment. You know, it's not just a short term. Oh my gosh, I have a puppy. It's just so fun. Like it's, it's, it's a 10 to 15 year commitment, depending on what kind of animal you get. I mean, yeah, of course, less or more depending on, you know, dog, cat, et cetera. But I mean, you got to know that this animal is a living being. It needs proper nutrition. It needs proper medical care. It needs training. It needs enrichment. And so it's more than just having a cute puppy. Um, a friend and I were just talking about, um, you should be saving $2,000 if you don't have pet insurance at the minimum to make sure you can care, you can cover any, you know, emergencies that come along the way or unexpected vet visits because, you know, healthcare and vet med is expensive to owners because they don't have insurance. So Get insurance if you have a puppy. It's a commitment. Know that it's not just short term. Um, I have a puppy myself. And so it is a lot of work, even as a vet. Sometimes I look at him and I say, thank God you're cute. You know, like, because <laughs> you've been going back to Iowa. I'm just kidding. I would never send him back. But I love to, I love to tease them. <laughs> All right. Well, and then I just need to hear real quick, the most ridiculous thing that you've seen come out of an animal post-holiday. Is it oh, tinsel poop? No, not tons of ornaments for sure. Um, uh, like I broken? Think I, yeah. Oh yeah. Like it was just very kind of scary because I had to go to surgery and then 
the picture was all, I have to find it. It's all this like glass ornament. And I mean, animals just, you know, the esophagus in an animal is a, is a powerhouse, I would say. Um, Cause I'm like, how do we swallow these things whole? I don't understand. Um, and then, you know, I think I've seen an elf on the shelf. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So like a big German shepherd swallowed elf on the shelf. I wish I, I, I need to save these photos. I need to find them. But I'm like, guys, like, just like, don't do that. It's just, not, it just don't, just don't like leave the elf on the shelf, not in your mouth. Um, and your esophagus will be happy and so will your stomach. So yeah, be careful in the holidays. Like my Christmas tree has the fence around it because Romeo, he this is his first Christmas. He just thinks that all the ornaments on the tree are little balls. And mm. that's just not what those are. <laughs> and <then> cats, <laughs> cats are also a big issue on the holidays as they like to get in the trees. Um, so yes. oftentimes <laughs> there's a lot of little injuries or you know soft tissue trauma um, because cats are getting in the trees, knocking down the trees, falling out of the trees. Um, <laughs> some you know, some cats don't aren't always graceful and don't always fall on all of their feet, believe it or not. Um, so that is a big thing. And then tinsel in cats is a big too. Cats love eating and consuming like very linear, stringy things. Um, so watch out for that. And then, you know, the same thing with the food, you know, just being careful with what the pets get on the holidays because there's a lot of food at Christmas and at this time of year. So chocolate's a big thing. I mean, there's a lot more interesting stories in the vet world. And I'm sure like the emergency vets have even crazier stories. But, you know, generally speaking, that, you know, that the last two weeks of December are a bit hectic and, and then the first week of January as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's excellent advice, Dr. Christie. I'm so glad you came to the WOMED party. Thank you so much for stopping by. Gosh, of course, I love you, ladies. And keep on inspiring all of us. I love listening to that, your podcast in the morning. And the vet vet community absolutely loves the woman red. So keep doing what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you, honey. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Hello. Kim. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the WOMED holiday party. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. For those that don't know, Nurse Kim Darpo just joined the party. And I'm so excited to, to get to catch up with you. Your episode was one of my favorites. Thank you. How are you? How are you doing, Mama, with a ER life? And yes, <laughs> I'm doing well. My son is going older. He's one and a half. He'll be two oh in God. February. Um, so just balancing mom life and nurse life and social media life, all that good stuff into one. <laughs> but it's been good. I've I've been keeping a healthy balance. So, <laughs> oh, good. Is he excited for Christmas? Can he really? I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't really. really like, right. He doesn't really yeah. recognize his Christmas. Like, but I'm sure, like, as he starts seeing the gifts get under the tree and stuff, he's going to be the first one over there trying to pull things apart because <laughs> I guess that's just what boys do. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, I'm looking oh. forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. Well, good. Um, well, Kim, so kind of what we're doing is we're having all the past guests share some holiday memories of working the holidays. It can be, you know, whatever you want. If it's yeah. like a patient that you remember or, you know, just the unit coming together. Awesome. Yeah. So what I like to share is that for the holidays, I think that it's 
really tough for just healthcare workers in general because we don't get days off. These are we hospitals open twenty four seven, and you know they count on us to they depend on us to be there and take care of patients. It's great that we're able to help make impactful changes in people's lives and essentially just save lives even on the holidays, you know, because we don't get days off. But in addition to that, um, my favorite thing I think about the holidays when it comes to work being as a nurse is that a lot of times that we often get to get together and like do um, potlucks. And so everyone typically on the unit always brings like a dish, whether it's like cake, desserts, all that good stuff. And it makes it seem like even though we're not with our families and our friends, which I'm sure a lot of us would rather be, we're with our coworkers and we're all having a good time and enjoying a great meal. So that really that. makes, yes, that really makes my heart smile. And it still puts a smile on my face because it makes it seem like even though we may not be at home right now, we're with our work family and it just gives us unity, I think. I love that. I would, I would totally agree. A lot of times in the NICU, it'd, it'd be the same way. You know, it's like your your work family gets the nursing part of like that trauma and that like toughness. And, you know, your family just, you know, like you, you can talk to them yeah. and share their, your stories, but they might not totally get it, you know, or they might exactly. have a sick stomach. And, <laughs> you know, your your work friends are the ones that you're you can make those the dark humor jokes. Exactly. Everyone else will, right. Everyone else will get it, you know, and I think that's the beauty of being a nurse as well. Like you get to relate to people on an intimate level when it comes to our work setting. So, and I love that. Oh, great. The potlucks are absolutely the, the highlight of work. <laughs> right. I think everyone looks forward to that. And then also, I think sometimes even our patients like bring like things or buy things for the unit because they know that this is like a special day and that because we can't be with our families and we're here trying to take care of them the best that we can. I think they appreciate that, too. And so sometimes they'll also join in and like buy things for the unit, which I think is also awesome as well. Totally. There's definitely a different energy on the units when it's right over the holidays. And I think that's a really important thing to remember is that the patients don't want to be there either. Like the patients would rather be at (laughs) home with their families too. And there's always that realization when you're working over the holidays of anyone that's on the unit, whether it's a patient or a coworker, you're all kind of going through the same experience of wanting to be anywhere else but in a hospital. (laughs) Uh, So it's easy to bond over that. And you all kind of have this mentality of we're in this together. Yes, yes, absolutely. I don't think anyone ever wants to be in the hospital, especially on a holiday. So I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> what's the what's the weirdest thing a family member has brought in food wise? <laughs> For me, um I just think like not everyone's homemade dishes are the best. Like so like we've had people bring in homemade dishes and I'm like, mm, that doesn't look too appetizing. And I'm not trying to get a sick. I'm not trying to get sick. So <laughs> I think that's kind of some of the weirdest things. Like well, I have we've had like patients come bring like desserts or cookies and stuff. And you know, if something just doesn't look appetizing, like you're not gonna want to go be the first one to grab it. So <laughs> I think that, that was like some one of the weirdest things that someone brought in. Like I think everyone was like, mm-mm. So like if you saw, like, you know how people, like, if you bought, like, a nice dish of cookies and the whole thing would be gone, I think that one was still there, like, the whole day. Like, we were like, oh, we're no. not trying that. <laughs> Definitely we, not. 
<laughs> we had we had a mom in the NICU that was very natural. I, I guess yes. is the best way I can, yes. I can put it. <laughs> to the point where she had made some brownies with, with her own breast milk. Breast milk. Oh no. <gasps> no. 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 She did. She no. did. No one ate them. No one ate like we were a little like, oh, oh thank you guys. You. At least she told us. Yes, yeah. because that would be so messed up if everyone started eating the cookies and you're like, mm-hmm. this tastes kind of funny, but I'm not uh, sure what it is like. <laughs> I Wait, I for days. didn't know that people do people do that. People do that, Jack. They use their breast milk and they'll like, you know, there's like I've seen different people make like ice cream and like <laughs> I mean it's 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 that a mammal crazy. producing milk. <laughs> That's crazy it's, to me because like even if you see the milk compared to like regular cow's milk, you like you know the difference. So I'm like, I just wow. can't. <laughs> You know, in my 31 years, pasteurize it. I I really didn't think that much could shock me anymore after being a nurse for (laughs) however many years. I don't know how I didn't like get this memo. (laughs) Well, you've you haven't worked in the NICU. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I mean, it's one thing to keep it for your like, okay, it is what it is. Right. For people for themselves, you know, their child, whatever their I, I don't know, your partner, who knows. But to like <laughs> put it on someone else, right? <laughs> I really think that they wrote that. What? Oh my god! Hey, who that knows? Is crazy. <laughs> to wow. each his own, right? Yeah. We need to we yeah. need to do a poll on Instagram and see if people have heard of this because I feel really right. That right. I've never heard I'm... this before. Girl, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on a deep dive. I'm I'm not gonna sleep. Right, I'm gonna be in my bed having nightmares. Jackie's gonna about... be sending me stuff like she oh, right, can right. make this out of breast milk. Right. I'm like, no, I did not know. Did not have a clue. Wow. <laughs> that is insane. Wow. Oh god. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the holiday party, and we hope you and your family have a really beautiful holiday season. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. I always enjoy coming on and talking to you guys. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. We'll have you back on for a catch-up episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just let me know. Y'all have a great okay. holiday, okay? You Happy too. holidays. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. I think I see Nurse Sonia pulling up the drive. Ah! Hi. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. So good to see you too. Have you have you met Jackie yet? No, no, no we have not. Hi, happy holiday moment episode. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, this is a great idea. I was reading through what you guys are doing and it's just awesome. So I think we all need it. We can all use it. So, well, I was just scrolling in between guests and I saw your post (laughs) that says, I miss going to work holiday parties and being judged outside of the hospital too. (laughs) I mean, like, why not? Why not let it happen everywhere? (laughs) We all know how it goes. 
we all know how it goes. Like I've been a nurse now for 10 years. If you've been doing enough holiday parties, you just know the rules. You know how it's going to end. You know what's going to happen. You got to hydrate. There's going to be someone with their heels in their hands at the end of the night. There's going to be someone throwing up up in their hotel room or the bathroom. There's going to be that one girl who just randomly showed up that you like hardly even know. It's like a per diem who works like one shift a year, but they're always dressed to the nines. Like every time. Always. Every time. It's consistent. So I will tell everybody, just be smart at your holiday party. These are your coworkers. Okay. Be very aware. It's the first time you're seeing people outside of scrubs. First of all, we're like living in a pandemic right now. People are like caged animals going out into the wild. These holiday parties are coming back and I have no question. It's going to be like a jungle in there. So they should probably bring condoms too, just in case. <laughs> just be smart. Whatever you smart. do, just be smart. Make good choices. I'm now your nurse mom, okay? Just make good choices. Don't disappoint mom. I'm getting anxiety just like thinking about Christmas holiday parties with coworkers. Like my anxiety, I can feel my heart rate increasing already. <laughs> it's stressful. And it, like, and I know people who never, ever went because they're like, I just don't want to interact with my, my yeah, colleagues. Totally. totally. But, you know, for me, a lot of my best friends to this day are my former coworkers who were around the same age as me starting and going through the same life circumstances. And, you know, I kind of joke now, whenever you hear like at a job interview and they're like, Oh, we're like a family here. And you're like, nah, red flag, probably going to be some issues there. Probably going to be some dynamics there that we need to talk about. But in reality, they really are like, you know, it ends up being a dysfunctional family and you do love a lot of the people that you work with. So, you know, on that note, (laughs) everybody be good this weekend and have fun. Oh, Sonia, you're one of my favorite humans. I'm so glad you were able to come to the party. (laughs) I'm so happy you guys had me. Look, I'm like, I'm wearing like half a sweater dress. You guys can't actually see because it's a podcast, but like, it's like kind of. Very festive. (laughs) With the red glasses too. Thank you. This is, you know, my contribution. So, (laughs) well, we are having, you know, all of our guests share memorable moments from working the holidays. So, I know you're going to have a good story. (laughs) You know, I worked at a facility for seven years. One year as a tech, and then six as a nurse. That was seniority based for every holiday. So I had absolutely no seniority, even with like six years as a nurse. So I worked every single Thanksgiving and every single Christmas. That's Um, bullshit. It is. And it sucked, but you just kind of get used to it because you sort of know that's what you're going to expect. And The good part about it, like I said, is some of my best friends and closest people to me to this day also had no seniority. So we ended up working the holidays together. So I would work every Thanksgiving and every Christmas with the same people. And, you know, I can, I think you guys, if you've ever read any of my writing, know that I can talk until I'm blue in the face about something really traumatic or tragic or awful. Um, But instead, I'm going to talk about how lube became a stat medication. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, 
about five years ago, everyone had a super sick patient. I worked in the CTICU. I think one patient had like three cardiac assist devices. Everyone was super sick, but you plan everything around the potluck. So you try to do all of your work and you divvy up everything and you help each other and you turn and you clean so that everyone can try to enjoy the potluck. So our favorite cardiac surgeon attending that day, and he is, God bless him, he's notorious for, you'll want to do something. And you're like, today's not the day that we want to like rock boats here. We don't want to do something. We want to take care of our patients safely and we want to eat the food. So of course, one of my best friends is in a room with him and he decides that he's going to do a procedure at the bedside right around potluck time. She's an amazing nurse. She's like five feet tall, soaking wet, but she's very vocal if she needs anything. And we knew she was fine. So the food starts coming out. Everyone's grabbing a plate. Everyone's getting their collard greens and their pants and everything else together. And you hear from the doorway, my girlfriend comes to the door and she's like, I need eye lube. Okay. Nobody really responds because we're busy. Guys, I need eye lube like right now. And we all ignore her, which she's very hard to ignore. But like, again, eye lube really like it can wait. If you're doing eye care, it's not a big deal right now. Why is she not leaving the room? You know, we're all just like, whatever. We're, we're grabbing our plates. We're putting our stuff together. So she's like, guys, I need eye lube stat. It's an emergency. And we just look back and we're like, Steph, eye lube is never a stat medication. Like, this is not an emergency. You're fine. So she runs out and she huffs out and she storms out to the Pixis and grabs the medication and she goes back. And it turns out it was actually for a piece of the instrument that the surgeon was using to try to lubricate and connect the pieces together because they were doing a procedure at the bedside. However, eye lube is not a (laughs) So maybe a little context would help. To this day, she's bitter at us. Because we just continued eating and laughing in the nurse's station instead of getting her the damn eye loop. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is what it's like. Stat eye lube. Stat eye lube. Yeah, you're like, uh, the eye care? Like, are you even doing that today? You're like, like what? didn't you get the memo? <laughs> right. Like, you're really not doing that. that magnet nurse of the year right now like relax have a plate and then you can do your eye care and your oral care we all did it yeah like, no, it we'll was... sign you up for a daisy award it's exactly fine. right like is that what you want is that what you're looking for right now but we afterwards were just like oh sorry oops oh sorry about that we didn't know. hear extra turkey extra I, know. Cookies oh, God. I mean really really but that's and um... she's like i can never trust you all again <laughs> Like to this day, it's been five years and she still is very bitter about that situation. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> she like boycotts Thanksgiving now I every know. year. Like, I'm sure. Bo- you guys abandoned me. I'm like, that's a very <laughs> strong choice of words, but you know, that's how it felt. So, you know, for as much drama and as much chaos and as terrible as things can be when you work a holiday because holidays were not really forgiving you know patients still coded and patients still have situations and you know we're still running for stat cts and doing everything else at the bedside holidays were never easy but it's those moments that made it sort of you know the the wins that you kind of saved and the memorable stuff that you kept because we can all talk about the rough times yeah that's the easy part Mm -hmm. wow 
But finding that joy tends to be a little bit more difficult. For sure. Is that the advice you would give to our fellow nurses listening that are working the holidays? You know, I think so. I could easily come on here and say, you know, be grateful for the opportunity and be grateful that you're not the one in that bed. But that's not right. That's not really what's going to resonate with somebody. What, What resonates with them is the fact that like, if you're going to have to exist in that place, in that moment, try to embrace whatever the hell comes your way. It's going to be an experience. It's going to be a lesson for you. It's going to be a memory down the road. And like when the good times come, enjoy them. You're allowed to laugh. You're allowed mm-hmm. to smile. You're allowed to have those times because life is hard enough without it. And trust me, I've been there. I worked so many holidays that like my family didn't know I existed. So mm-hmm. I feel that, especially as a new nurse. I know. Yeah. Those are, you don't forget those first few holidays. I don't think the first few holidays that you have to work as a nurse, I think will all, you'll always remember those for sure. I I think so. And I think the other important thing to remember is like a holiday is what you make it. It doesn't have to be the day of, Mm -hmm. you can celebrate on a different day. You can do every Saturday, every year with your family, you can make it whatever works for you. You know, consistency and tradition is important, but you can do whatever matters and makes sense for your life you know that you're going to be the one there every year. You go, you make your time and a half, you eat your good food, you work hard, and then you celebrate another day. So. Yeah. And bring in good cookies. Always. Always. (laughs) Always. And you know, all of the scavengers from the other, you know, the, the residents and the OR staff and everybody just comes in and starts taking it. So get your plate early and hide it. Yeah. Perfect. That's the real advice. That's the real advice. And the, and the cleaning staff that, you know, occasionally. Oh, yes. We always have the people that will steal from the There's from the fridges too. So. Scavengers, scavengers, Guard, scavengers. Guard your food. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know if potlucks are. I mean, I hope that potlucks are allowed again, but I'm not even sure if they are right now in hospitals. Oh, yeah. so, Good point. You know, back in my day, we used to eat in the nurses' station. <laughs> makes me feel so old. Like, oh my god, you've been doing this since the Stone Age. Do you work low. <laughs> It's so true, though. I would have like bags of candy, you know, at my workstation, you know, because the way it's set up in the NICU, you have like a room, nurse's station, room, little like charting station. You know, it's like everything's closed off like glass. Like it's nighttime. Jacob's not here eating my M&Ms and drinking my like, I believe that candy at the nurse's station is like a full-blown necessity. You yeah. Can't. While you're, while you're charting, you're typing yeah. on your computer that you're not thinking about who else is touching that computer. Absolutely. You're just, you're charting away. Mm-hmm. You grab your candy, you're popping Absolutely. it in your mouth. Oh I'm my like, God. Now I can't even imagine. I'm like, oh my God. Let like, me... I, isn't that, I know it's so crazy, but like 3 PM peach rings, like every day we would go to the, you know, the store in the hospital where they always sell like those really fancy blouses for some reason they have like, uh, really yeah. Nice. And jewelry. Yeah. Like, jewelry. Bit, like nice, like costume jewelry and like a, a yeah. blouse for whatever yes. reason. Yes. And you'd buy the peach rings and you come back with a stash of candy and everybody would eat it. Yeah. You know, that's called community. That's good old getting thing. through the night. That is actually, <laughs> that is, that's teamwork. Oh, Sonia, I love you. I love um, that. We got to get you on to talk about your new book. And yeah, let me know when you guys are, uh, are ready and we'll set up a day and we'll do this. Perfect. Amazing. Amazing. Well, well thank you, have- you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Have a great holiday. And uh, I'll be stopping away.
I'll see what you guys are doing, what you're up to. Awesome. All right. Love you, hon. Bye. Bye. I have to share my favorite memory of working the holidays because the NICU is such a special place. And while babies still get sick, they still need emergent procedures. It's a scary place for parents. And, you know, when they're stuck there for months, you know, sometimes over a year, you know, sometimes the first year of life is spent in the NICU, you get really close. And something that we would always do in the NICU would be, we learned how to make these like origami Christmas trees. And so they kind of turned into like little ornaments and we would like put them all over like the doorways and um, we'd cut out snowflakes and we put them up and then we would I think I've said this before, but there's tons of different things that you can make out of baby feet. You can make reindeers. You can make mistletoes. Oh, my gosh. Mistletoes. That's um, adorable. So I always found so much joy in the holidays and, like, getting those Christmas memories for the parents, you know, with their babies and, and using, you know, all of our little crafty things. But I think one of the coolest things, in, and I don't know if the last two years they've been able to do this or not, but Santa will come to the NICU. And especially working in a children's hospital, Santa will make the rounds on, you know, all the floors that, you know, he's able to for, you know, um, like precautionary reasons, but in like isolation. But he'll come in and they always had it set up to, he would take photos with every baby in the NICU. He would put like the isolation gown over his like Santa, you know, robes. And he would just, they, he was so magical, is so magical. And he'll just take these little pictures, you know, he's like shushing his lips, like over a sleeping baby. And we would give those to the parents so like they could still have, obviously, if they wanted to, if that was something that, you know, they believed in culturally. But it's just, it's so sweet. It really, that was, that was probably one of my favorite parts about working the holidays is trying to make it a little easier on the parents, keep these memories and crafts are fun. And, you know, you all kind of get together and work on them. You're sharing the paint. You're like helping each other stamp and roll the feet nicely so that they, (laughs) you can get all five toes. Yeah. It's just really special. There's just a lot of fun that you can do in the NICU too, amidst all the sadness and wires and breathing tubes. Oh my God. And wait, if this is more about breast milk brownies, I'm cutting you off. It's not about breast milk. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Good Lord. Cause I'm already going to have nightmares. Okay. Please continue. Here's the other really cool part. So Everyone is so generous at the holidays, especially for the children's hospital, that we have so many people delivering like clothes and toys and um, like the um, the McGraws, like Faith and Tim would come up and like give like $50 gift cards to like every bed in the in the hospital like that we could hand out. And, you know, if sit if um the babies in the NICU had siblings. We could, we had like extra toys to kind of like give to them to give, keep them occupied. And then you always have the sweet little old ladies that make the cutest knit hats. So we would have 
even for like the little preemies, we'd have like micro preemie sized Santa hats or Christmas trees in the half. Ah, uh, making myself miss the NICU here. I know. I was going to say. So cute. NICU sounds like a very magical place over the holidays and a very, I mean, I don't want to say that word because obviously there is so much sadness mm-hmm. still, but you, I'm sure in that environment, you guys really know how to make families feel special. I I hope so. That was always, you know, our goal, but oh. it's, it's pretty special at the holidays. Well, I don't know how I'm going to top all of that because <laughs> Wow. But I will say, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have a a story specifically, you know, I've I've seen everything that a lot of the other nurses have shared, you know, the potlucks are great. And um, a unit I used to work on had Christmas carolers that would come up and sing to all the rooms, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, But I think, I think that this is such a special episode to have just because this is something that if you have ever had to work a holiday, you can resonate with these stories. And it's hard to explain that sort of feeling before you have to go in to work. When you're putting on your scrubs, you're getting your winter jacket, you know, you know that the rest of your family is celebrating. Uh, maybe you're having to sleep through the, the Christmas party so you can go to work that night those moments that you have before you go in can be some of the hardest. So if you are working this holiday season, that would be my piece of advice is to just kind of have this awareness that you're going to have moments of sadness probably right before you go in and while you're getting ready. But once you're there, you do have that special sense of community that you're getting through that night together. You're getting through that shift together. Try to enjoy some of the tiny, small moments that you have. And just remember that this doesn't have to be forever, right? That you don't always have to work every holiday for the rest of your life, that there are other options. um, And that, you know, if you have to work this Thanksgiving or this Christmas or this New Year's, that in a few years, (laughs) maybe you can get off that crazy shift and um, you can enjoy with your family again. That was beautiful, Jack. That was really well said. Yeah, it's hard. You know, I think I, I do remember. I remember, you know, I'm, I'm so lucky now to be in a job where I don't have to work on the holidays. I do remember it was really hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I remember it, it being tough and having those moments, but it's kind of one of those things. Once you get there, then you're like, you know what? This is going to be okay. I'm here with my family. I'm here with my work family. I'm here with the patients. I'm here with their families. And it's going to be okay. So just kind of like prepare yourself. And and I loved what Sonia said about you don't have to celebrate on that holiday. Make a special arrangement with your loved ones in a week, in two weeks, on a Tuesday night. Do what you can to to have something to look forward to. Because holidays don't mean that day, right? Holidays are who you spend them with and the people that you're around that you love. It's, it's not a time. It's not a place. It's, it's where you're at with those that you love. Wow. And on that note, Danielle, I think it's time for us to reheat our breast milk eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) I think our else is coming up the drive. (laughs) I hope the next guest is here. I think someone spiked the eggnog. 
on we now are pandemic apparel follow up okay i'm stopping myself you don't want to hear me sing and that seems to be enough medical holiday puns and jokes for today which was so much fun uh we had such a blast doing this WOMED holiday party that we are making it into a two-part holiday episode. Be sure to tune in next Monday when we release part two with even more of our favorite people to share their favorite hospital holiday stories, memories, and tips for working this holiday season. Sending you all the love this holiday season, fam. WOMED out.